You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Jeffy for uh, Glenn today, 888-727-BECK, the number to call. You know what's refreshing is not hearing something about this uh, U.S. embassy being attacked in Baghdad. Not hearing something that's a a fairy tale, because that's what we heard uh, last time. Yeah. And that's what we would have heard again this time. Ah, it's a movie. Uh, oh, they're just disgruntled. They're mourners. A whole bunch of mourners are just in mourning. Yeah, no. This is an Iranian-backed militia. Uh, they've set up several of these uh, groups around the Middle East, and one of them happens to be there in Baghdad. And th- this is who's behind it. Iran yeah. is, is behind it. So uh, the Pentagon under the leadership of, I don't know, the commander-in-chief, who's a little different this time than the last one we had. Thankfully. Sent 100 Marines to the embassy. Also, uh, the soldiers inside the embassy fired tear gas and stun grenades, plus some warning shots. In fact, 62 of the hundreds of fighters who broke down the main door to the compound and set fire to the reception area... uh, they got a little dose of, uh, hey, no, we're not going to let you just storm in here and take take our people. No. no. So it's amazing to see what happens when you respond with some strength rather than responding with total weakness like Carter and Obama did. Uh, and a totally different outcome. So hopefully this time there's no, you know, two-year, three-year standoff with Iran while they while they do whatever they do to our hostages. Uh, that would have been horrific. That sure would have. And look, is it, uh, you know, I, I, there's the argument to be made that it's time to get out of there anyway. Yeah, it is. Uh, well, I think it know, is. I, I do too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, am, I, I think it's I'm long past time to get yeah, out I'm of there. I'm not opposed to that at all. Uh, they're know, they're actually saying that they're going to pull the troops completely out of Afghanistan. So not peacekeepers or trainers people they're training their militia or overseers or supervisors everybody supposedly is coming home good it's only been 18 years i don't know what the rush is <laughs> what is the hurry here <laughs> let's think about this yeah. for a while I mean, we've got another 18 at least to to milk this thing right <laughs> you would think so and yes i know i know so 18 wow. 18, 18 years yeah, thank, you. thank you it's amazing that's it amazing sure to think. It's been we're going on twenty years now in Afghanistan. It sure is. And look, we've heard the argument, you know, for how much how many times that Afghanistan is the you know, the nation killer. Yeah. Uh and it's proven over and over and over pretty and over true. again. Yeah. 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 It's it's time to stop stop beating our heads against the wall. First of all, we thought we could we could bring uh I guess we thought we could remake them in our image in iraq and afghanistan and really doesn't seem to be it doesn't seem to be possible no it doesn't no it doesn't they've just got a different mindset they've got different priorities they have a different culture uh and they have different principles of governance and you know what okay yeah it's fine you know what leave Uh, us alone and it's time for us to leave you alone yes yeah i mean yes all for that now, the initial attack on Afghanistan where we went to take out the Taliban was totally appropriate since they were involved, you know, somewhat yeah. indirectly or, or directly or indirectly. Uh, but we also had to flush out al-Qaeda out of the Afghan area. 
So, okay, we did that a long time ago. Yes. Let's stop with the nation building and come home now. Okay. Um, I mean, it, does anybody contest that? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Can't be too many people who want us there still. What do you stay there like a hundred years, like uh, John McCain was talking about in two thousand eight? A hundred years if necessary? N- no. no. How about no on that one? I don't think America needs to fight a hundred year no. war. I mean, who's who's left in the uh, the the war mongers? Uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey maybe? Graham. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you think of war mongers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what you think of, right? Yes. I, I don't know who else, but I'm sure there are some. Yeah, there are some definite but, hawks like like him. Uh, but I think they're fewer and farther between. And boy, that's a shame. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really time. Unless we're attacked, leave them to their own devices. Right, that, that's my point. Leave us alone. We'll leave you alone. Exactly. Let's, and and I which mean, is how we'll leave you alone. That is what. That is exactly what our our founders intended. And so that should be, I think, our mindset as well. You're not going to go. Back to the the founders, founders and constitution thing. Yeah, right? with the rich white slave owners, which yeah, they're not. So for for a couple of weeks during the impeachment, they weren't. No, they were rich white no, slave owners. All of a sudden, they're revered like crazy. Well, we love these men like they're our dads, like they're our very own benevolent fathers. They were, really? They were the greatness Since of this when? democracy. And that constitution was not some dusty old living <laughs> no, document we not. can interpret any way we want. We, well, we, we go to sleep with that every oh, night and hug it. It's, uh, yeah, except I don't want to wrinkle it. <laughs> so I make sure it's well protected. I sleep on it on top of It's in a box that I sleep on because I don't want it to be damaged I'm uncomfortable, at all. but we I can't. don't care. Uh, That's how much matter. I love the constitution. <laughs> that thing has to be strictly adhered to right i mean so transparent so obvious uh but you know they've got no shame so they have no problem in in pretending whenever it's convenient for them that they're all about the constitution i had never heard a republic if you can keep it <laughs> As many times uh, in my entire life as I've heard it in the last two weeks or three weeks with these Democrats. As Benjamin Franklin said, you've got a republic if you can keep it. I pledge allegiance to no, wait, the let me, flag. Can, let me consult my notes. Flag. To the to republic. The, of the republic. The republic. Democracy republic. For which it stands, uh, one nation, nation. Uh, invisible with uh, libertarians for justice. And a little bit of okay. justice for everybody. Yeah, but man, I love it. I love this country. <laughs> love that uh, pledge and stuff. So I'm all about it. <laughs> the hypocrisy is amazing, isn't it? It it's sure just, is. It's truly, uh, truly amazing. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, this was kind of interesting, and maybe a lot of people don't know the significance of Major Garrett actually praising Donald Trump because he used to work for Fox. And yeah. so I think a lot of people are under the impression that Major Garrett is, you know, some kind of solid conservative. I don't think so at all. Major Garrett, uh, I, I I don't know that he's a friend to the right, um, sir, and not Republicans either. But here here is what Major Garrett had to say about President Trump. On Face the Nation, 
So this is pretty wow. significant because nobody says anything good about Donald Trump on Face the Nation. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, is he still alive? I don't, I don't know that you can. <laughs> right, right. Is it, is it even lawful? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, let's find out. Here's what he said about uh, Trump's minority policies. It can be fairly said that this administration, because of President Trump's quiet prodding, has done quite a bit for funding of historically black colleges and universities. The first step, step back, which was a massive first step toward criminal justice reform. Just a couple of weeks ago, in this newly signed defense bill, there is a law that says if you are seeking work for the federal government or any contractor, you mm-hmm. don't have to be asked and you cannot be asked about your criminal history until right toward the end. That's a significant change long sought by criminal justice advocates. Plus opportunity zones in the tax bill directed at communities of color. That is a legacy on the agenda side that almost any president after three years would want to claim. What? Wow. Yeah, oh, he's they, right about that. Oh, they cut it off because that's when they drag him off the y- Yes. Set. He is missing now. Uh, Major Garrett is missing. And uh, we've seen no trace of him after this particular statement he made. Uh, but that's pretty brave. That's pretty brave of Major Garrett to, to go against the flow like yeah. that on on a show like that when you're in a panel and you know everybody's going to hate you for saying it. Oh, yeah. He said it anyway. Good for him. Uh, also, the U.S., according to Chief Justice John Roberts, the U.S. has, quote, come to take democracy for granted, unquote. Well, yeah, who cares? We're not a democracy, so it doesn't matter, Thank does you. it? Thank you. <laughs> Well, we finally have the Democrats saying uh, that this is a republic, republic, and they've said it well, several they, times. They do. They have said it several times, but they always they throw it in there. Like, I mean, that's the Obama rule, right? They throw yes. the republic in. Yes. What do you mean? I called it a republic. Uh-huh. But then the rest of the time, <laughs> it's, it's democracy. democracy. Sometimes in the same sentence. Uh, absolutely it is. Roberts, uh, slated, of course, to oversee the Senate's impeachment trial. If, if the articles of impeachment ever go to the House, so far, we, that hasn't happened. Uh, but he's going to oversee the impeachment trial when it happens, uh, used his year-end report Tuesday to laud the federal judiciary's work on civic education while issuing a thinly-veiled warning about the fragility of American democracy in this fractious time. Now, why would a Supreme Court justice, even a Supreme Court justice, is giving us this, a Bush-appointed Supreme Court (laughs) justice, giving us this democracy nonsense? We have come to take democracy for granted, and civic education has fallen by the wayside. Well, yeah, with you as well. <laughs> Apparently, civic education didn't get you to the point where you realize, we're not a democracy. <laughs> he said, in our age, when social media can instantly spread rumor and false information on a grand scale, the public's need to understand our government and the protections it provides is ever more vital. It sure is, John. Sure, sure is. This is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Hi, it's Glenn. If you're a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us on iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today and listen on your own time. You can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. Well, if you want to know what to expect this year. I do. And do I. You know where you turn. Psychic Nikki. Of course you do. Psychic to the stars. Uh, many of her predictions from last year came to fruition. So. And listen to what she forecast, okay? You would never have seen these coming. 
worldwide protests. Yeah, I don't know where she came up with that, but that that had happened. Now, she said this was going to happen last year. Before it happened. Right, okay. How about this? A roller coaster ride in the stock market. Meaning, stocks will go up, (laughs) then they'll come down. Then they'll go back up again. Then they'll come back down again. And then they might and even out. Yeah, and then even the, out for a little bit. But that happened. They went up and they came down, and then they went up. So, so I mean, right now you've already proven your point. Oh, then. Right, but there's more. There's still more extreme weather events. Who would ever Ooh. see an extreme <laughs> weather event? What, like a tornado or a hurricane? Snow? What? Now, is it? Th- this was globally, though, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. So somewhere on the globe, there would be an (laughs) extreme extreme weather weather event. Huh. I mean, no normal person could have foreseen any of those events. (laughs) You've got to be psychic in order to come up with this. Uh, So it didn't stop there either. Here's what she's saying this year. She's not resting on her laurels. Because after a year like that, I would just shut up and say, I know I've done what I can. You saw what I did. I just showed you. I just showed you everything I can. This is Psychic Nikki. Psychic Nikki. She now says, get this, Hillary Clinton is a possible candidate in the 2020 elections. Whoa. She's going right out of the limb already. Out of the blue. Which is what she says. If she does run, it will be out of the blue. (laughs) Okay. All right. And she's not the only possible eventual candidate. Oh, no. Michelle Obama could run. Uh, nobody. Who's ever considered that? And Oprah Winfrey? What? She doesn't say Oprah. She, but she says Oprah could. Could run. Oh. Uh, regardless, she does see a female candidate in our future at some point. <laughs> Thank you. I, I didn't. Well, I didn't ever think there would be a female candidate. Did you? No, I mean, I don't claim to be psychic, but... Aren't they all barefoot in kitchens somewhere? What? Here's what she said, though. (laughs) Get this. I feel good about Michelle Obama, although she could deny it. There could be a female vice president as well. I see the initials M-O. What? can only mean one thing. Michelle Obama... Hmm? Right, right, and look, Michelle. <laughs> That's unbelievable! Wow, again, no normal person could have foreseen no, any of that. No, no, no. no. Uh, but she says whoever uh, winds up on the ballot, they're going to have some serious issues. Well, certainly, global warming could make the list of serious issues. What? what? <laughs> and then, and here, this I'm quoting now. And the new generation as well is going to be worried about climate and changes and ecological disasters. Wow. She is amazing. She's powerful, man. She is powerful. Can't Don't be mess real. with Psychic, psychic Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> psychic Nikki, is, is, she, is, it actually, is she actually real? <laughs> yes, she's actually. What do you mean? Of course she is. Listen to this. I love This is my favorite part. Now, I'm quoting. Now, I see a lot of penguins and polar bears leaving the Arctic. Uh, If you see penguins leaving the Arctic, 
That would be amazing. Well, I mean, they already there have. There are no penguins <laughs> in the Arctic. They're in the Antarctic. They already left. <laughs> they left a long... They were ever there. They left a long time ago, <laughs> yeah. went to the other end of the planet. Okay? <laughs> but now she sees a lot of penguins and polar bears leaving the Arctic and dying and coming down for food. All oh, the boy. Arctic Circle and all the ice shelves are melting. Greenland, Iceland, oh, no. Greta meaning Greta Thunberg, obviously, is certainly on the right track here, what she's doing. I think she's really fantastic. And I think you're going to see more of these activists coming up, not just her, but others, the younger generation. So that's a trend, too, she says. Wow. Whoa. And there already is one from the younger generation. Uh, Look at this climate change kid from Colombia. You won't believe this. Really? Yeah. Do we have the Colombian kid, the 10-year-old from Colombia? We want to, we have to care for the environment. Colombia's leading climate fighter, 10 years old. There is no plan B, he says. This is the only planet in the universe that harbors life. And if it's the only one and it comes to an end, then life ends. Wow, that's powerful logic right there. Uh, So he spoke to the Colombian Senate. I call on you all as senators of the Republic on the government and the Senate to legislate for life on the planet. Okay. You can stop that now. Wow. Wow, that's powerful. Now, apparently he knows that there is no other life anywhere in the universe. So this kid's in the know, uh, and we should listen to him because he's 10. They they are, though. Yeah. They are. I know. I mean, and we we had, uh, I mean, Angela Merkel. Is it Angela? It's Angela Merkel. Angela. Mm -hmm. She even said that uh, in one of her... uh, year-end speeches that everything humanly possible has to be done to deal with climate change during the new year i mean mm-hmm. okay she's right and she probably got that from the 10 year old from columbia or psychic nikki <laughs> or psychic nikki who had more predictions <laughs> get this as if all this weren't enough yet to show you the power of psychic nikki i mean i'm i'm ready to have uh, a sit down i want to see what's in- i'm glad uh, you're sitting because you'd fall over if if it weren't uh, for the fact that you're sitting right now. You still might. I don't know. You might tip right over backwards in your chair when you hear this. It's going to blow you away. She, I'm quoting now. A lot of people will have their own businesses. Wait. No. When will that start to happen? Aren't all businesses government owned? How is that possible? I think they'll work out of home. I don't think there's going to be a lot of stores in the next 10 years. Now, Wow. Some people might say, well, she read the article where 9,400 businesses closed last year. (laughs) And she's just extrapolating that that's going to continue because of the internet. But no, she's just foreseeing all of this. She says, get this, people are shopping online. What? (laughs) Stores are going bankrupt. I think everybody's going to do it from one master big computer where they can go and do whatever they want. Right. Then she says, a lot of people will retire. The baby boomers will retire earlier. Well, let's see. If you're in the baby boom generation. You're already retired. (laughs) You are. uh, If you're on the mid to upper end of it, you're already retired. I'm on the lower end of the baby boom generation. uh, I don't know. Dying. Yeah. So. uh, Yeah. But they're, I mean, 
They're what, 80? Some of them, 85 in the baby boom generation. And she says, and the next generation, their home life will be more luxurious because they're going to have everything they want right there. Get this. Imagine a world like Psychic Nikki predicts where there won't be a need to go to a movie. They'll have it in their home. What? (laughs) You mean like something like on demand? (laughs) What? That's not possible. Or... A streaming that service? That is not possible. I can't I'm even not imagine. Be able to watch, I'm not going to be able to stay in my home <laughs> and watch a, watch a film or you watch just, a show. You can't promise these things to me and get my hopes up like this no. and then squash them. That's, I hope she's right about this. Psychic Nikki, what are you talking about? Get this. If you want to order food, you can get it in your home. Huh. Is she? What is would you call the, that? Like DoorDash or... Um, <laughs> Uber Eats. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just taking stabs in the dark. You now. know, I, I, I'm, I'm foreseeing maybe a company called Grubhub. Uh, what? It, I know. It's, it's a silly name. It's, it's a, a silly stupid name. name. But they would just bring food to you, whatever, you know, just bring it to you. How would they do that, though? Well, I see, I don't would know. They... I don't know. Maybe we ask Psychic Nikki because I don't know how that stuff works. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah, just, we'll, we'll ask you her. go online and then you'd order what you wanted and then you'd tell them where you were at. And then someone would bring it to you there, I guess. Off the do they make it at their house and then bring it to your house? Then, well, they'd make it from the, I guess. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know, Pat. Because they couldn't drive to a store and pick it up there and I then take know. it to your no, house. It's, now you're just being silly. There's too many steps involved there. <laughs> She's got some numbers, too, for you. Oh, boy. If you're a numbers player, I don't know what you'd do with these numbers. Maybe you play the lottery with them. Uh, but here's what she, I'm quoting. These are quotes. I like 10 for you. I like the number 10. I love the number 10. Really? I like the number 4, which is unlikely. Write these down. Hold on. 10, yeah, 4. 10. I like the number 4, which is unlucky for some people, but lucky. <laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> what? what? Wait, what? It's unlucky for some people, but, but lucky. lucky. Yeah. Okay. Then she goes further. 13 is usually bad luck in North America and good luck in Europe. I like 13. Yeah. Okay. okay. She, so, so far we've got 10, 4, four 13. 13. And that's what she says. I've got 10, 4, and 13. <laughs> but there's it doesn't more. help me in the Wait. lottery for you. Know. Well, I guess there's does. more. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I love 21 for you. Okay. Hold on. So yeah. she loves 21. And then I like 22. Ooh. How about that? Okay. I love 19. Ooh. So 18's <laughs> gone. 18's, 18's out the window. Out. It's a stupid. I mean, I know it's your number because that's all you can say. But she doesn't like it for you, okay? So then there's, let's review here. There's 10, 4, 13, 21, 22, and 19. Okay. And I'm further quoting, and I like 5 Okay, so that's, my, that's my power play, 5. 5. Okay. 5 is the power okay. play. So 10, 4, 13, 21, 22, and 19, and she likes 5 for you. All right, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> if you think I'm not playing those numbers, you are sadly mistaken. <laughs> I like the number 46, if anybody's interested, and 47. Well, you're not Nikki. I know. I'm so not. don't even start with me. But I do like 48 for you uh, and 12. I like 12. Too. Well, uh, you know what? You I, know what I love a lot of 12. People, a lot of people don't like 18, <laughs> but I, I, I think but it's lucky. You like it, right? Yeah. Even though it's unlucky, it's lucky. lucky. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so weird and so stupid. I mean, how, how many times do we have to be shown... How unpsychic these psychics are. I mean, sure, there's some that are real. Uh, no. 
Sure, there's some that are real and can see the future and and (laughs) know that. Only the ones with the 1-900 numbers from years ago. Remember them? Some of those were actually real, yes. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. This heartwarming story of a transgender man who has given birth to a non-binary partner's baby with uh, a female sperm donor. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So the transgender man had the baby. This is a miracle. uh, Because the woman... uh, No, I'm sorry. The transgender man... Okay. Okay. Gave birth to a child that he had with a transgender... Well, non-binary person. So... I guess that person doesn't identify as man or woman. Uh, but then there was a, uh, a female person with sperm somehow who donated the, to the whole cause. And it, the whole thing is just really wonderful and beautiful, isn't it? It sure is. It speaks to <laughs> our wokeness. Uh, doesn't it? Thank you. It speaks to our wokeness they here, even, here in America. I'll tell you that. They even had this couple, the non-binary and the trans um, man, even had a transgender doctor. So let me so, let me read the story to you because it is heart it's okay, heartwarming good. and beautiful. Proud dad Reuben Sharp tells how he <clears throat> gave birth to a miracle baby in Britain's most modern family. The 39-year-old transitioned to a man 12 years ago. Except for the fact that he still had obviously female parts cuz y- you can't have a baby in a man. Uh, so kept kept the female parts in there as well, but he identifies as a man. So it's a, uh, obviously he's a man. Yeah. He's transitioned, but you know he he had maternal instincts, and six years ago stopped taking testosterone in the hope of one day having a child. Maternal, and that dream came true when he and partner Jay had a bouncing baby. Jay is non-binary, so does not identify as male or female. Hello. I mean. The sperm donor was a trans woman, and even the doctor was transgender. Isn't this wonder- so, it's so wonderful? They, so they had a sperm donor. Yes, the couple, right? Of the, who, the, who was a who was a who woman? Saw, uh, the a woman who, who was sperm somehow. I don't know how that happened. Identified uh, as a woman, but had trans, male parts because right. obviously the, you know and then the non-binary, mm-hmm. and, and then, then the, the non- non-binary donor. partner. I guess a non-binary partner didn't have much to do with the birth, to my knowledge. I don't think right, contributed yeah, no. the, as much to this. It sounds like maybe maybe the non-binary didn't want anything to do with the yeah, whole thing. It does sound like that. <laughs> it does. Although I'm sure not shirking their responsibilities well, the, with no, the, the baby. Picture is beautiful. I it's mean, beautiful. It is beautiful. And while a handful of other UK men have fallen have fallen pregnant after transitioning from a woman, uh, Reuben and Jay are the first couples to speak out about their remarkable journey. Uh, well, and it is remarkable. It is remarkable. It is remarkable. It's a Pat. remarkable journey. It is remarkable because you don't really see. Well, you do. You just don't. It happens every day where uh-huh. a woman conceives a child from the sperm of a perfect stranger. It happens every day. Every day. So every day. Little Jamie uh, arrived three months ago, and uh, the family just enjoyed the best of Christmases, beaming with pride. Wedding photographer Ruben uh, says. 
it's taken six years to get this far, but now we have a baby in our arms, and that was the end goal. I finally Thank feel you. complete. I wasn't that. Uh, it wasn't that I was desperate to have the birthing experience or pregnancy experience, but I wanted a child, and I had the facility to do it. <laughs> so you're saying you have, facility? You got the woman mechanics inside of you. But you identify as a man. So, again, I'm going to say you're a woman. You're not a man. Okay? Let's just talk biology here. You bastard. (laughs) bastard. That was terrible. Is that terrible? Yeah. (laughs) And the person who donated the seed... Are you still going? is ...is a man, not a woman. Okay? Because women don't have... Uh, that particular uh, item. The road to parenthood has certainly been long and winding. Ruben explains how he began living as a man in 2007, taking male hormones, which left him with a beard, a deep voice, and masculine features. But raising, realizing he wanted a baby, Ruben spoke to a trusted trans doctor about the possibility. Well, you can't have a, just a trusted doctor. No, it's got to be a trusted trans yeah. doctor. Uh, he was reassured it was possible, as he still had his womb and ovaries. That's a sentence that doesn't make sense. He didn't have his womb and ovaries. Again. She had hers. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just being You're scientific so much here. into this. It's- Biological here. So he took a break from his testosterone medicine to enable him to undergo fertility treatment. Ruben met a fellow wedding snapper, Jay, 28, in a pub. The story gets more beautiful <laughs> every minute. And the pair hit it off. Are they supposed to? I mean, they could be Dude, anywhere. No, Don't make right. fun of where they met. No, the, the t- pub is great. Okay. It's great That's that they met in a pub. All right. I love that. I love that feature about it. <laughs> Thank you. As the couple grew closer... Ruben broached the topic of pregnancy. He said, after a few months, I started getting nervous, realizing I was planning to have a kid. I'd been building towards it for three years to this point. I realized I'd have to talk to them, using the preferred pronoun of the person who's non-binary in his life. (laughs) Uh, If they didn't want kids, we'd have to break up. I'm sure glad that didn't happen. Thank you. I managed to bring up the subject, but luckily Jay was open to the idea. Oh, so relieved. That's uh, such a relief. And and then there's the beautiful miracle baby birthed by a uh, man who carried him to the baby to term and the woman who donated the sperm. It, a beautiful, beautiful story. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do. I do, Pat. I do know what you mean because uh, <laughs> whenever you have a woman conceiving a child from... The sperm of a stranger. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's beautiful, it, isn't it? Beautiful. It is beautiful because then she gives birth like uh, women do. Right. I don't want. I mean, it sounds hateful. Wait, did you just say she? It, I think you meant he. I did. Yes. Okay. Or them. All right. Or, or them. Yeah. Or they. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to tell you about something that you should either end your day with or um, start your morning with, and that is. 
the news and why it matters. If you like this show, you're going to love the news and why it matters. It's a bunch of us that all get together at the end of the day and just talk about the stories that matter to you and your life. The news and why it matters. Look for it now wherever you download your favorite podcast. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.